Yeah, I was a little worried that uh, maybe I depressed everybody in the last uh, segment talking about Social Security running out of money, but it was just more to alert everybody to things that we need to do. And uh, no, nobody knows the trouble we've done seen lately, have they? Yeah, we have the worst president since, uh, well, it's neck and neck now, folks. It's a horse race, no question about it. Biden, Buchanan. Biden, Buchanan. I don't know. You know, Buchanan always sort of held the top spot before the Civil War with the way he handled that and really brought a lot of bad stuff on. Biden, I think he's moving in. He's moving in on it. I mean, uh, he's, uh, in terms of just continuous fumbles, purposeful errors, I mean, he, he knows they're errors and he makes them anyway because it is what his handlers tell him to do and he that was the trade-off he made to get the job. He also doesn't care. I mean, good Lord, look at the man's history. I mean, did he care about any of this stuff? Of course not. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, but don't be depressed at all. We, we've got the ability to handle this stuff. It's all within our grasp. And we have to remember that what we're being told by the media is not true. Fox, a little more true. But for the most part... All this stuff we're hearing, and it gets worse and worse as we're getting closer to the elections. We just can't listen to it. Let's see, was it yesterday? Friday? I guess it was Friday this week. I saw someone quoting a poll that had just come out in New York State that uh, Kathy Hochul is now 10 points ahead of Lee Zeldin. Really? Because it was just like a day or two before that that there were polls showing that they were actually tied statistically, if not actually. So whenever you see something like that, in other words, you see the polling that shows they're close, you will immediately see a poll that shows they're far apart. It's happened in Georgia with Warnock, who's a terrible person and candidate. And it's also shown in places like uh, Arizona, where Mark Kelly, I believe, is tied with Blake Masters. But the media keeps saying, no, no, they're four or five points apart. They really are. Uh, and it happens every time something comes out that shows them close. Next thing you know, there's a poll, there's a this, there's a that. Fetterman is a mile and a half ahead of Dr. Oz. It's just, you know, it's unending. And it's difficult to say uh, where it really lies. I believe there is a huge number of voters out there, probably some of you, if not most of you, that aren't telling anybody anything and are probably going to vote for conservative candidates or at least Republican candidates because... We can't let this go on any longer. And we don't want to be harassed and name-called and all this other crazy stuff. So we're just not telling anybody. And for that reason, these polls are way off. For a second reason, the polls are off because they're not about information. They're about propaganda. They're about pushing. They're push polls. They're trying to push you back away from supporting candidates, giving them money, turning out, and all that sort of stuff. And they're trying to bolster the image of supporters of the candidates that are probably pretty close to losing to make sure they turn out and things are going to go well. It's a tricky one because if you put your candidate too far ahead, like Hochul, 10 points to Zeldin, that's no, no way that's true. Then you get the enthusiasm turned down really for your candidate because, I mean, everybody wants to be on the side of a winner, but why go to the trouble of voting for someone who's going to win anyway, particularly if you don't really like them? And I don't think really voters really like Kathy Hochul. She's a moron. She was chosen in that state by Andrew Cuomo to not be a threat. Most lieutenant governors are chosen 
because they're not going to be a problem for the governor. Some states, it's a little different. In Texas, for instance, the lieutenant governor's position is very powerful. Uh, they call the, uh, assem- the assembly, the legislative body there, uh, into session. They have a lot more input into what goes on. It's a pretty powerful position. Some of these places have jobs in different states that don't sound that powerful. You know, uh, you know the uh, secretary of agriculture in a state or this or that. But because of the way the state's made up, they actually very, very much are. But in most states, the lieutenant governors are just sort of there. They're the equivalent of the vice president, and sometimes even less than that. If you could imagine being less than Kamala Harris, <laughs> it's a negative number, I know. But so what's happening is suppression. They're trying to suppress your vote. They don't really like the fact that you get to vote at all. But if they're going to put up with it, they're going to try and make it as difficult and confusing and try and demoralize you as much as possible. We're out there. We're going to we're going to have a good night, I think. I really do. Herschel Walker has been stumbling in Georgia, but then it's the first time he's ran for anything. And it's the first time he's really done anything even like this. So considering that, he's doing pretty well. And he has been subject to the most vicious attacks. Woof. And just constant. They've turned his family against him. They're, you know, it, it's terrible. And Warnock, who actually is a terrible person, who has all kinds of problems, they just turn away from them. They look the other direction. They don't see them. Well, they put their hands over their eyes. They know they're there. They just don't want to look. Warnock has all sorts of problems in his home, personal life, his church, uh, and it's uh, how it uses its money, apparently. We're, I guess there's some people looking into that. There's all sorts of things. Plus, he's just an outright socialist, and uh, he's terrible for the country. Other than that, he's perfect. And the problem with that is that he fits right into the Democrats in the Senate right now. So, you know, he's a great piece of their puzzle. But I think he's in trouble. I think Laxalt will pull it out in Nevada. And... You know, if if things go anywhere like even the Democrats kind of think they're going to go and Blake Masters wins in Arizona, then that'll probably flip the Senate all by itself. But I think it may be better than that. I could be wrong because, you know, it's hard to read these races. I think J.D. Vance wins in. I think Ron Johnson is pulling ahead of Mandela Barnes, who is another Warnock clone, really, uh, in uh, his race. I think that Zeldin, you know, he could win. <laughs> I may be all wet. New York politics are hard to read. And let's face it, if there's been a machine at work uh, in the country, the longest one at work in very many cases has probably been New York. We think of Chicago, but New York has just been pounding away as a political machine for a long time. So they're able to uh, do backflips and somersaults and slither under the door and all sorts of ways uh, to get people elected. So we'll have to see on that one. I, I have a hard time feeling that out. Obviously, I think DeSantis wins in Florida, no problem. Uh, I think Rubio wins down there, only they're, they're savaging Rubio again. Just what they're doing is, I don't know where this comes from, enormous amounts of money. Rubio's getting outspent like three or four times, and he's the senator uh, by this Demings character. And she's another far-left candidate. She was the uh, chief police, I was at Tampa. I'd have to look, but I, I may be wrong about that. 
And they think that gives her some credibility. We have some of the worst police chiefs in the world right now. I mean, I'm not going to count some of the third world countries where the police chiefs are essentially part of a criminal organization in some of these places because of the way it's run. But I mean, that's no, that's no recommendation. The upper branches of law enforcement now are replete with people who probably should be followed around and found out what they're doing by actual law enforcement officials as opposed to being in charge of them. The federal government is just peppered with political operatives. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I've never heard of anything like it. A little bit like that from Tombstone. Remember that after uh, uh, Wyatt uh, has the shootout with Curly Bill and uh, the, uh, his two compadres there, one of whom I think used to be on Gunsmoke. I, I just, I, I wasn't old enough to really grasp the characters, but he really looks familiar to me for some reason. But anyway, they have that exchange where said, "Have you ever, uh, have you ever seen anything like that?" The other one says, "See anything like that? I've never even heard of anything like that." <laughs> I always like that line, and uh, unfortunately, it applies to our lives in politics all the time now, in both ways, and usually in a negative way. I'm looking at some notes here that I have, some of which I post on our website here at the rickwagnershow.com, also politicalviking.com, and uh, same gets to the same page. And some of the stories look like like crazy fever dreams that I might have made up, like, oh, come on, yes, come on, it could be the case. And uh, it just keeps coming up, coming up, coming up. Uh, you know, one of them I wanted to talk about here, let me find it. Uh, do I have enough time? Yeah, I mean, let's, cause this, this will come up. We're going to talk about another version of this in the next segment, I'm sure. Michael Bennett, who I'm embarrassed to say is the senator from Colorado, uh, who is only exceeded in his dunderheadedness by the other senator, John Hickenlooper, who apparently lives in a bunker. Uh, we've heard nothing from, from, from Hickenlooper. He used to be the governor, useless there. All he did was appoint radicals to positions and then act like he didn't know what they were doing. Same thing Polis does now. Polis learn from Hickenlooper. Do radical things through other people and then wander around and act surprised by what happens. Pretty simple. Hickenlooper did the same thing. He's going to do the same thing as senator. I've never seen someone who said on the record that he didn't want to be a senator that got elected. That shows you how bad things were in Colorado at that year. But uh, he was at a fundraiser, of course, because all uh, apparently Democrat uh, events have to have a drag show. And uh, so he was at a drag queen themed fundraiser i'm reading the headline here uh he told the donors there he's more progressive than bernie sanders there you go good old michael bennett please go away don't you go away we'll be right back